0: Ben Silverio and I'm your guest host Nicole Keating and
1: I'm your host and post Ansel Birch and it's time Time to party we're not doctors we don't give medical Uh, advice please drink responsibly
0: Uh, never actually ever learned that dance shocking really I feel like (laughs) as a as a, a teen girl in that time period Everyone yeah. knew that dance. Everyone knew the oops, I did it again dance. I didn't have I know MTV. Buy, buy, buy. You do? That's <laughs> I know incri- part of Bye Bye Bye. That's buy. incredible. Bye 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 is great. No, no that is, choreography That's surprising me. given
1: the amount of choreography you've learned in your career.
0: In my life, yes. Yeah. But I think it's just that if no one's paying me to learn it, I'm not interested. No, no. I'm not going to do this for fun. This is work. This is work. (laughs) From the time I was a very young child, I took my work very seriously. Mom, I'm not watching Robin Hood for the 50th time. I'm memorizing lines. (laughs)
2: Literally. Welcome, party people, to another exciting installment of Time to Party. We have a very fun guest host this time. It's
0: me! Hello! Hello, I'm so excited to be here to uh, review this fine cinematic achievement, dare I say, (laughs) um, and a uh, true contribution to the time travel canon.
2: Yes, so... Party people, you are listening to Nicole Keating. I almost called her mini bar. I
0: have a secret identity. It's not secret. It's not secret. I'm I'm like an Iron Man where everyone knows who I am. Ah. Um, uh, Mini bar is my burlesque name. So when I'm taking my clothes off for money, I use that name because it's cute and implies drink more drinks in intermission. So I get cuter and you pay me more. Um, And then I use Nicole Keating for all my other Various and Sundries, which at the moment are many Various and many Sundries. Oh, do
2: you want to talk about any of them? Oh, gosh.
0: I mean, I don't know. Is this the time for plugs? Are we doing plugs yet? I'm a Leo. I'm never not doing plugs. Yeah, (laughs) I produce Burlesque. We have a Walt Disney show um, or... I don't want to get sued, so we're calling it Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Booties, um, the most magical nerdlesque show on Earth. That is on April 9th. And then we also have a show on April 26th, I believe, at Redline VR. All of it's nerdy. All of it's fun in that respect. Um, and then I was just telling Ansel before we began that I'm currently writing a web series based in Dungeons & Dragons. Um, think uh, a little bit like The Good Place, but... In a fantasy setting. Ooh. Mm. Not cool. that they go. They're not. They're not in a hellscape. Just that style of ensemble uh, gotcha, comedy.
2: Got gotcha. <laughs> right, cool. Yeah, that's uh, actually one of the reasons why we know each other.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Of uh, Crescent Moon Nerdless.
0: Crescent Moon, and we worked together. You are our fabulous marketing Thank director, you. lead, or something for <laughs> one of our shows, and it was great because Ben has lots of different skills, but one of those skills is marketing. So
2: yeah, surprisingly.
0: I you know I, I came in expect this is a LinkedIn podcast right? We're oh, talking yeah. about our professional achievements.
2: That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes. all that happening. One hundred percent. We're just
0: listing our CVs. Right. Yeah. We're just
2: going to talk about how Jennifer Garner works at a magazine.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like
2: after this. Uh, nothing. Yeah, no, no. Nothing else about this movie is important.
0: No. She just she works in a magazine. That's it. That's all we need to Mark know. Mark Ruffles is
2: mm-hmm. a photographer. Very Mark, serious Mark business. Mark Ruffles. No. We are very serious here at Time to Party, right, Ansel? Academic, That's right. truly, That's right. truly deep deep lore. I mean, that's why we keep you around with the beard, because it mm-hmm. makes us more d- distinguished, dignified. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It
0: gives, it gives the, the history that we talk about an air of authority. I'm,
2: I'm the, I am
1: the authority.
0: And you yes. know you can hear his beard in you audio form. Mm-hmm. So. It
1: rustles. You can, I have to. <laughs>
2: <it's> sh- glorious <laughs> listeners. Mark
0: Russells. Glorious. <laughs> uh,
2: um, you can't rough the gruff.
0: If you're
1: listening on release day, then Bippity Boppity Booties is actually this coming Saturday.
0: Yes, this coming Saturday, April 9th. Do it. Be there. I'm going to be Ariel. That is at the Newport Theater in Chicago, Illinois, in Wrigleyville.
2: The purpose of the first episode of Time to Party typically is to share some drinking and smoking rules with you, the audience. So that you can watch or rewatch the movie that we're talking about this month. uh, Which we didn't even really say we what it was yet. Yeah. We, we yeah. definitely
0: hinted, and I swear, if you don't know what it is by now, it's probably also in the title of the episode, <laughs> but if you don't know what it <laughs> is by now, it is the girlhood coming of age classic 13 going on 30.
2: Yes, Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo, Andy Serkis? Andy Serkis. Uh, I forgot that Andy Serkis played the boss. When I saw his name in the opening credits, uh, everything went up a couple
1: notches. I was was much more excited. When somebody
0: told me that Gollum and her boss were the same person, I had a whole paradigm shift (laughs) in my (laughs) life. This was kind of before I, like, was super into IMDb life and, like okay, let's look up every actor who's in this one episode of Law and & Order and figure out what else <laughs> they've been in. Um, so this was not before I like, recognized actors, really. And I was like, no. No, that's that little guy little guy from Lord of the Rings. That little guy with the little diaper and the loincloth. Yeah. And he, now he's kind of attractive doing his thriller <laughs> dance? I don't understand. <laughs> With Judy Greer. Judy Greer was and the other cast member Judy I was going to mention. The, the indomitable Judy Greer. Yes.
2: Oh, Judy Greer is so good in everything.
0: Have we tried hair up, glasses on? <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you don't know anything about 13 going on 30, our good friends at IMDb tell us that it is about a girl makes a wish on her 13th birthday and wakes up the next day as a 30-year-old woman.
0: 30 Flirty and thriving.
2: Yeah. You know, flirty, the first note that I wrote down... Is that the whole synopsis? That's the whole synopsis. <laughs> they get real in-depth at IMDb, don't you know? Yeah, man. Fucking...
0: That's shocking because there are episodes of the aforementioned Law and Order that have more detailed this descriptions than this movie. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, okay. So the first note that I wrote down, actually, uh, which we'll probably get more into in episode two of this podcast... Um thirty, flirty, and thriving, not how I remembered it.
0: <laughs> oh, not how you remembered thirty? Yeah. Absolutely not. I was like, if this scenario ever happened to me, jumping it forward in time, I'd be like, Ugh, uh, go back, go back. No. No, uh, that's not true. I was I I'm fine. I'm fine. I swear I'm fine. <laughs> but I think it was okay. I think I turned out okay.
1: What we're doing here today is we're gonna give you some drinking and smoking rules to choose from as you watch the film. These are a la carte drinking and smoking rules. You you don't have to do all of them. In fact, we recommend that you do not do all of them. And if you're lucky enough to be doing this with a group of people, maybe pick one per person or something so that everybody has something (laughs) to point at the screen and go, hey! Uh, when it happens uh, that's a fun way to do this uh, also if you're drinking something a little bit more sobering then if you're not drinking something as spicy yeah yeah <laughs> spice isn't your isn't your choice <laughs> for the night don't worry about that either we're not we're not here to try and get you drunk or high we're we're here to we're no. in, help you enjoy a movie there are a <laughs>
2: lot of different ways to party party people yeah and just because we party with uh these beers that we currently have uh, doesn't mean you have to yeah you can party any way you want and it's all cool that's right. So, that being said, friends, mm. what rules have you prepared for us? All right. When I was formulating these rules, I was having trouble because I was getting too engulfed in the movie again.
0: Uh oh. <laughs> because this <that laughs> keeps it's happening so good. to you. This it's keeps so, so good. It's such
2: a good movie. It's a classic for a reason, <laughs> and it's just so fun that it's easy to get lost up and caught up into. So. I don't have a ton of rules. I have four.
0: I have four as well. it's hey, perfect.
2: Perfect. But actually first
1: Ansel had you seen this movie before? Uh, as it keeps being the case I had not seen this film before.
0: Not really. That's oh true. my goodness. Yeah. Okay. A-
1: as much as I love time travel movies this I I, I keep having blind spots. Uh, so this yeah. podcast is actually just so that this I can get is...
2: Ansel to watch, watch all, all the time, time travel, travel movies. movies. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> Ansel you look like a man out of time. You should watch other I do. I, other yeah. people out of time. As the only one at the table who could comfortably time travel i really ought to true. watch more that keeps being the case our co-hosts and myself mm-hmm. if we were all to travel back in time we would probably be fucked
0: oh yeah, yeah. oh it'd be a hard, yeah like, it'd be a hard
2: sell yeah. yeah
0: where where are you from we've never <laughs> most of us have literally never seen anybody like you mm-hmm. um and i uh i'd probably be instantly assaulted uh, by bandits, bandits.
2: Anyway, my first rule, take a drink when someone mentions someone's age.
0: Ah, that's a very, very mm. good one.
2: Interesting. Frequently, it's 13 or 30, Yep. but people talk about age a lot in this movie, you know? Almost as though it's an important theme. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, now, I originally made this one as a shot rule, but cool. I realize I think they might say it a little bit too much in the movie, so you can say shot... You can say sip, shot if you're feeling wild and doing this on a Saturday night Hefty with drink your girls. Maybe. Um, yeah, maybe make mm-hmm. this one a cocktail. But every time they say 30, flirty and thriving,"
2: ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. They do say it a lot.
0: They say it a lot. Yeah, which might be dangerous. But I feel like, except for the parts where it's repeated, it's spread out a little bit. Uh, yeah,
2: you'd really have to rack them up at the beginning of the yeah, film just to be prepared to be ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Since Ansel and I are uh, ill-equipped to comment on this would you say that would fit as a smoking rule take a yes that
0: could also fit as a smoking rule i'm very disappointed in myself that i didn't bring my weed i thought about it and then i just totally forgot you're allowed
2: it's fine i know i'm allowed i just i was
0: i was completely neglectful of my stoner duties and i
1: (laughs) and i apologize Might make episode three more coherent. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that said, we're all drinking beer, so who knows? It's true.
0: Yeah, but crossfading is very—it's very fun for like when we're not recording after.
2: Yes. Gosh, we recorded this podcast drunk a few times, and or well, one I time was drunk. we did it that one time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen to that bonus episode of Hot Tub Time Machine if you want to know why oh. why we don't get Ben drunk
2: before the show anymore. It's true uh my second rule uh take a drink every time someone is referred to by their nickname
0: oh so you get a lot of uh
2: beaver tom tom maddie um there's a bunch of nicknames did you guys have nicknames in grade school in high school I was no. always the
1: only one, so nicknames were never, never an issue for me. I did have, a, I had a nickname in Boy Scouts because everybody had to have a nickname. There was a whole ceremony around <laughs> wow. it. Wow. Uh, but it was Beaver, which was not. Oh no, not great. Not yeah. great. Which, which is, which is Maddie's nickname. Yeah. She calls him Beaver a couple times, and I was like, "Feel you, boy."
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. I said, uh, take a sip every time someone displays toxic femininity. Oh. Uh, we've got a lot of girls being terrible to other, other women. And uh, that's, that's definitely a sip rule because that is... That happens a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot of this movie yeah. is that. <laughs>
2: and I mean, even for the time, you know, like uh, back when the movie came out, mm-hmm. like a lot of that stuff kind of ran rampant if you look at some of the similar movies in the genre.
0: Well, I mean, Mean Girls was also same year. I mean, it's definitely yeah. the the point at which people started calling out like, hey, maybe this is like not the greatest as should opposed to being... Should we maybe not do this? Should we maybe not do this to yeah. other people?
2: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> My third rule kind of goes along with yours because I feel like one of the chief offenders of the toxic femininity in the film is Judy Greer's Lucy.
0: Yes, yes. Oh. And worst. Yeah, Lucy is uh, the perpetrator from the beginning. Absolutely. That, you know, I mean, Jenna kind of falls into it. Uh, The Jenna that we don't see kind of falls into it. Mm -hmm. But uh, luckily we only see her when she is her dorky self. Right.
1: Hidden Jenna. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes, shadow Jenna. Shadow Jenna. Mega (laughs)
1: mega Jenna?
0: Mega Jenna. Mega (laughs) Jenna. (laughs) I like mega Jenna.
1: Mirrorverse
2: Jenna. Yes. With the goatee. (laughs) With the
0: with the <laughs> darkest timeline, Jenna. <laughs> she definitely, yes.
2: Uh but yes, Judy Greer, who is a incredible actress.
0: One of one of the, the best, most diverse actresses of our of our time.
2: Absolutely. She deserves all the roses, which is why you need to take a shot out of respect for Judy Greer.
0: Uh respect shot for Judy. Yeah. I see, I see. Only it. do that once
2: because, you know, any more
0: Yeah, she's in a, in a lot of the movie, she's in a lot of the movie,
2: but <laughs> she's also kind of a shit. <laughs> she's a lot of a shit. Her, Lucy Tom Tom is uh, not a great person, but Judy Greer pulls it off really well. Yes, you need someone with
1: that charisma; otherwise, it would have been totally and, and comedic chops to yes. make it
0: to make it not as uh, not as absolutely evil, right? Um. This is, uh, I guess, this rule is for people who wear dresses only. But I guess it applies to anybody if you want to say that you saw a cute outfit. But anytime somebody on, uh, specifically Jenna, every time Jenna wears something that you have worn in the past, <laughs> ah, okay, all right, uh, and that would be a that would be a that would be a sip, which because that's every outfit she wears. But just it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be every outfit because you might not have worn it in the past if it would be something that you would definitely have been like, oh, yeah, when I was 13, that would have been my a jam.
2: Yeah, I mean, if people are listening to this and rewatch the movie and they're around our age,
0: Mm -hmm. like
2: they would totally get that.
0: Well, but not even really because she's a, a child of the '80s, yeah. and therefore we get her style t- tends more towards '80s. When
1: oh, that's true. When we
0: get into the 2004 era, though, I guess you can also consider anybody on screen if it was an outfit you would have worn in 2004. Yeah.
1: when you see your fashion icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that I think we can expand the rule to be something you would oh, have worn in 2004 or have to drink in for the Andy Circus,
1: then. Fuck.
0: Yeah, <laughs> every time Andy Circus is on screen. Oh, my God.
2: Fun, good fun
0: fact, Andy Serkis was mocap in this movie, just as himself. Yeah,
2: exactly. That's, this is
1: where he perfected
0: it. <laughs> truly, truly.
1: I just learned on IMDb that apparently Judy Greer is in Planet of the Apes*. Yes, she is. Because Andy Serkis recommended her.
0: Oh, oh that's so sweet! I love it when this project. I just Into love it. it when they're friends in real life. Right?
2: Like, uh... I was gonna call him Steve Rogers, Chris Evans with uh, <laughs> with a lot of his former I, cast members. I
0: would have known. I would have known. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Good old Steve Rogers.
2: You know the, the guy
0: recommended the
2: guy who is enshrined behind me, kind of betwixt largely, yes,
0: <laughs> betwixt two large pieces of flatware yes the renaissance fork and spoon i believe <laughs> people were
1: bigger back then you know it's yes true. yes
0: they were taller oftentimes you hear smaller but that was the middle ages by right. the renaissance humanity was it's giant
1: big, big bell curve on the
0: yeah yeah
2: size charts but yeah shout out to my filipino homies with a big fork and spoon in their house um, is that a thing that is a thing
0: i thought that was warwick's renfair fork and spoon oh. these are these are uh i think his were considerably of- larger right similar sizes. oh were they i think i it's... just
2: imagined him with a giant like
0: my spoon is too big always you'd be amazed
1: how many of those are floating around the renaissance fairs yeah you know?
0: giant but, flatware yeah why did we because they, Cause Cause they were so big back then and
1: everybody goes oh okay
0: yeah sure huh, yeah yeah got it got it
1: <laughs> same with uh you know those like terrible 70s plates that have like oh relief of a i uh, love Henry those VIII
0: plates
2: carrying tankards Those or whatever plates
0: are so disgusting and i love them They're the so worst much. i've got a
2: pile of them um it, it reminds me of that episode of lower decks uh where oh, boy, <laughs> the, the, boy, the commemorative plate. boy plates <laughs> yes yes, <laughs> yes. Um, lower decks is my favorite track but yes but i'm I, a newer i'm newer into the fandom as opposed to YouTube. hey that's a good place to come in though
0: lower decks is the best of the modern tracks i will give you that yeah yeah but we might have to fight later. It's a, tight, <laughs> it's a tight
1: run, but yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. I, I I will be honest, I'm a shill, and I love all of it. I will watch oh, all absolutely, of it every minute, absolutely, the time. I was Picard telling,
2: is so good. I, was, I
0: haven't watched the second season yet. Uh, we'll get there.
2: You'll get oh, there. I've seen the first three episodes. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, you bastard. <laughs> I was just telling you. Is there, is
0: there gay shit with uh, What's-Her-Name and the other one, or does that fizzle out after oh, that? Oh, I thought
2: you were going to... No, that. that's Disco.
0: No, no, the, uh, at the end of Picard, oh, seven yes. of nine Fatees and, dead. uh, uh, Emmy, Melissa Warner from, uh, <laughs> uh Raffy,
1: right? Yes. yes Rafi. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: like, the, my third Law and Order reference for the night. Um, uh, they yes, were holding the, hands. Yes, it's
2: referenced in episode one.
0: Okay, good. So
2: it's yeah. at Yeah. Cause I, episode two kind, kind of, uh, stuff happens. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> they're preoccupied. All right. Shit, Shit goes down pretty quick. Yes. Cool. <laughs> it's true. Um, I was, I was telling Ansel before that he's the only one that I can really talk to about Picard. Because uh, our other friends who are into Star Trek uh, aren't super into it.
0: Hate Picard, yeah.
2: Stella cheeks. Uh,
0: <laughs> There's many narrow, narrow bands, bands with Stella. With
2: Stella. <laughs> I, I think I just keep name dropping her to see if she uh, listens. She does. She does listen, <laughs> but she hasn't called
1: me out yet. I do keep editing it out. <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs>
0: Well, Hilarious. now you got to
2: keep editing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because now it's not a joke. It's we'll just, just, do a, uh, we'll just do we would call out.
2: Of... <laughs>
0: That's a great idea, a super cut of every time.
1: All the times we've brought up Stella. <laughs> we uh, were thinking of you. We just didn't want to call you out.
2: Right. So my uh, last rule, uh, take a drink every time someone mentions poise ah Mm, yeah Mm. when you were jenna's original age 13 what magazines did you pick up oh this is a great question okay 1998
0: uh well so i actually had a very uh my mom is a very 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 staunch feminist and so I was not allowed to read a lot of women's magazines oh. um, because she thought they were like too sexualizing of women. So all of these magazines that I read were sort of like on the DL. It was like getting born and no. So I was subscribed to the American Girl magazine until I was probably about 15 years old. Wow. Um, uh, which I did read, and I did like, because I'm still an American Girl stan. But uh, I would, you know, buy... Se- I, I got in trouble when I was 14 for buying a copy of Seventeen magazine. And she's like, you are only 14. And I was like, but you know that it's all written for younger women. Like, That's Seventeen is point. written for teens. <laughs> younger teens. Yes. Like, Cosmo is written for women in their early 20s who don't know what sex is yet. Like... They, they're they all Did for your mom younger... not
1: have the talk with you? Here's Cosmo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to learn weird gross sex stuff that nobody fucking does? Here's Cosmo. <laughs> um, oh. um... See
2: also Maxim and FHM.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like Dear Penthouse, it oh, happened to penthouse. me. Oh, to Jesus. me. <laughs> I would love to write one of those letters and just go completely bananas.
1: How, how to set bad expectations. Here we go!
0: Uh, Um, but I did, I definitely, I definitely snuck some 17s, um, for like sleepovers and stuff. Uh, and, uh, probably though, I mean like Teen Vogue, 17, it was a lot of the teen magazines. YM. Uh, do we remember YM? Oh my God. It was, it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but it was like almost like an... More like along the lines of Us Weekly oh. with a little bit more fashion, but it was a teen magazine. Okay. YM was great. Young Miss is what uh, YM stands uh-huh. for. Um,
1: I hate everything about that.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Uh, bad. <laughs> and then I also just got a ton of clothing catalogs mm. full. Like the subscriptions were the Delias, the Alloy. And then there was one called Moxie Girl that was a catalog and a magazine oh. um that at really one point aren't they all? I, it's true <laughs> um all magazines are catalogs not all catalogs are magazines yes. yeah
1: that's a good way to put it
0: um uh but then there was also there was one called moxie girl that was the catalog magazine um, and once they did a uh, sp- an interview with the costume designer from Buffy oh. and the things that they put in that like spread of the magazine slash catalog were pieces that you could buy from like the Buffy wardrobe. Oh. I had so many of those.
2: Early cosplayers must have, loved that i mean it was
0: oh, it was so good i had this black velvet tube dress with silver dragons like stamped on it <laughs> Terra <Tara> collection <laughs> i think that was i think that was buffy's because it was worn with like um like an over like a sort of silvery button-down overshirt and a oh, black choker um that was a that was a great one
2: okay i remember a lot of uh of my contemporaries picking up Teen beat or Tiger beat?
0: Oh, Tiger beat. Um, I was already pretentious in that po- at that point and didn't have time for things like Tiger fair beat. Enough. <laughs> I didn't like boy bands and it was a lot of boy bands.
2: <laughs> That's true.
0: I did. Oh my god! When I was, it was I was a little younger than this. I think I was probably eleven. I got at a Scholastic book fair um, a little book that was called. <laughs> Your favorite stars and how to reach them. Oh my and it God. was just I remember you that remember book. This? Yes, it was literally just like profiles of celebrities with like a little bio yep. and then they're where you could send their fan mail. Yeah. Oh my God, that was wonderful. Before
2: IMDb Pro gave you that information freely.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, very true, very true.
2: <laughs> God, the magazines that I picked up around then were uh, either wrestling or music based, like yeah. WWE Magazine, well, I guess it was WWF back then uh they have second more spicy magazine i guess because they had like hardcore match pictures and stuff in there Oh, okay uh but also very scantily clad women yeah um which was when
1: china was queen right yeah
2: absolutely and sunny was the most downloaded woman on the internet for a little bit (laughs)
0: <laughs> Back in the days when you had to download your porn pictures, <laughs> um, it
2: took five minutes to get one photo. <laughs> come on, the,
0: come the on. dial-up noise. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, oh, <laughs> classic.
2: Yeah, but I was big into Rolling Stone and alternative press because at the time, like William Miller and Almost Famous, which was my favorite movie at the time, I wanted to be a music journalist.
0: Legit, legit. It's a great uh, movie. I moved
2: on to entertainment journalist as as a broader title i guess but i still kind of kept to that you know yeah yeah. i do similar things yeah similar. i haven't toured with a band uh or anything like that i mean
0: would you want to especially after seeing almost famous <laughs> i'm like this sounds
2: horrible yeah it's a shit show it does not but... sound like a victory right
0: <laughs> no not a professional victory
2: <laughs> i even remember when i first discovered kerrang Cause I was just like, oh, a British dis- magazine.
0: I don't know this magazine. It's have-
2: the British version of uh, Alternative Press.
0: Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. I I was a, I was a Spin magazine. Fan. I remember getting some <laughs> yes, Spin. Yes. Yeah. Got some Spin. Almost
2: always when I was in the airport going somewhere.
0: <laughs> and, well, and like I told you, I was kind of pretentious. So like we were be we would our like big fun weekend shopping trips would be down to like Belmont and Clark to get like <laughs> our punk rock clothing and our Spin <clears throat> magazines. We were 13. (laughs) Um... So, my last rule, this is a very subjective rule because it's a finish your drink rule. Okay. So you can also, if you don't feel like finishing your drink, you don't have to abide by this rule. Every time you are filled with a sense of overwhelming nostalgia, finish your drink.
2: <laughs> Just from credits to credits. I mean, seriously, the Just entire, the entire the movie. movie. The entire movie.
0: <laughs> how, how
1: overwhelming, I think, is your own measure.
0: Do you feel do you feel it like in your in your in your heart? Do you have the like gut reaction yeah the, is it
1: deep in the well the, of your uh, soul
0: kinesthetic response theater vocabulary <laughs> word uh do you have a kinesthetic response to it where you either are suffering from contact embarrassment or you tear up or you just are smiling so big uncontrollably or uh you're disgusted at your past self all forms of nostalgia but if it's a strong feeling finish that drink baby <laughs>
2: I've just been buried in these nostalgic feelings all week because I, uh, not only to prepare for this podcast, we watched 13 going on 30, but I also watched twice turning red, the new Disney Pixar film on Disney plus. Cause that takes place in 2002. So like, it, there's a lot of crossover, you know, in, in like the, the things that are bringing me back to yeah. childhood. So I've just been buried in all of these feelings. <laughs> I I I can top it off by rewatching Pen Fifteen.
0: Oh my God, Pen Fifteen! I just I haven't finished that series. But speaking of nostalgia, that's the one where the overwhelming feeling of nostalgia would be from top to bottom because those episodes are so painful in so many ways.
2: (laughs) What season are you at?
0: Oh, I am in the middle of two.
2: Okay, so you just have the rest rest of it to finish. Yeah, yeah. And that was it, right? There's only the two. Yeah, there's only two seasons, right? So. You got to the Spice Girls episode.
0: I haven't seen this... Oh, yes, yes, I have seen the Spice Girls episode, yes.
2: I remember having this, like... Oh, this... My heart went out in that episode. Because I remember exactly the same thing happened to me, except with Spice Girls as Power Rangers. (sighs) Where the other kids... The... I was playing with at the time wouldn't let me be the Red Ranger or the Green Ranger. You know, I had to be the Blue Ranger because I had glasses and was nerdy. Oh my <laughs>
0: god! Oh my god!
2: Yeah, if 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 they had it their way, I would have been the Yellow Ranger. I was but... gonna
0: say, I, I that's what I was gonna. I thought you were going to say is that they made you be the Yellow Ranger, and I was like, that is so upsetting. <laughs> oh, that, so up? that is yeah. so upsetting. It's
2: it's a real thing. <laughs> It's,
0: uh, yeah.
2: If I ever meet Anna and Maya, I will absolutely bring that up and just be like, I feel feel that. I feel that so hard. (laughs) So hard. That show is so good.
0: Oh my God, that show is perfect. The Power Rangers? Yes. Yes, Absolutely. (laughs) I mean...
2: I got Power Rangers right there. That's true. That's when true. I was
0: a little girl, I was 6 years old and I went underneath our dining room table and I would draw underneath our dining room table and oh, one God. of the things I drew in Sharpie was Nicole plus Tommy forever. Yes. <laughs> I've been obsessed with the Green Ranger. I love that guy. Ah, ah. I've seen him at conventions, of course, but like Oh, oh.
2: Jason David Frank. He yeah. is a character.
0: He's a convention does, king.
1: Does he know that he was a sexual awakening for so many?
2: He has to. He's got to.
1: He's I'm sure people to, have told I,
0: him. I, I don't uh he seems like the kind who might not that might not go to his head. He, oh, might, okay. he, might, he might brush it off and be like, huh, that's stupid and corny and <laughs> I love it.
2: But I wonder if he and Amy Jo Johnson had a conversation about this. Because the both of them yes, had to yes. have been for many people. For many
0: people. And they're just the iconic OTP. <laughs> yeah.
2: Poor Jason. Poor
0: Jason. Sorry, Jason. <laughs>
2: I remember when he got to wear the the Green Rangers like uh, gold like shoulder pad thingy. He was so and he proud. was so cool for a minute
0: oh, poor until Jason. he had to take it off. <laughs> poor Jason.
2: Yeah, top dog no more, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that does it for our rules. Uh, if you decide to go back and watch thirteen going on thirty again. Feel free to utilize them. Have a grand old time.
1: Yeah, and we highly recommend that you do give it another watch before you listen to next week's review episode.
2: Yes, because we don't want to spoil anything for you. But you know, it's been how many years since it came out? It's a, it's less of a spoiler and more of a reminder at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Pretty yeah. It's much. a
0: sixteen-year-old movie. Unless you're like me <laughs> and you so just down. didn't watch
1: it, which is fair.
0: <laughs> you you also weren't a teen girl at the time that it, it came was not out, a teen girl so it was time. definitely a definitely a sleepover staple.
2: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I feel like I I did see this in theaters though. <laughs> yeah, I I watch a lot of romantic comedies going Hey, up, nothing so. wrong with a rom-com. <laughs> no.
1: I love me a rom-com.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Until next time party people, uh, if you want to discuss our rules, uh, you can find us on the internet. I am at B Silverio 20 at on Instagram and Twitter.
0: I am at OG Nicole Keating on all platforms.
2: I am
1: at Indecisionist on Twitter and at TheIndecisionist on Instagram. This has been an Indecisionist production. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longat of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song.
2: Yes, and if you would like to join our conversation uh, after any of our episodes, make sure to use the hashtag TimeToParty. That's time, the number two party. I do look for it. Yes glad someone does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are obligated by job title to look for it.
2: (laughs) Right there in the name. Yes, so party people, while you continue to be whatever age you are, flirty and thriving, we're here to say be excellent to each other and And party party on, on, dudes. dudes. why pick the bass line. Slab of the bass. <laughs> Slab that's of the, the bass. <laughs> Slab like the bass.
1: It's like smoke on the water. Of course you do the bass <laughs>